And the Loud and Proud Personality of the Year is... No, actually, it's just episode 178 of the Loud and Proud podcast. The last Sunday night podcast of the year. Coming to you free, but first, Oasis. Yes, so this is the last podcast of the year of the Sunday. There will be more podcasts during the week um, on the Loud and Proud Patreon podcast. Possibly going to do, well, it's going to be a review of the year. We'll look back at the year, look back at the year what it was, and then look forward then to the future. Come back with a bang on the second of January. We'll be looking ahead to a Bourne Cup and all sorts of action across the the county. But yeah, it's been a wonderful year, really, really good year. Um, just keeps growing and growing and growing. I can't thank you enough for supporting me on the Patreon, having a chat with me out and about. Um, all the positive comments, a few negative ones as well, but negative ones just spur you on even more but yeah no I, I, I'm trying to just to focus on the positive comments it's nothing better it's great to feel appreciated and that you're doing actually a job for the county around the place and filling people in who can't get there or can't go to every game not in that privileged position that I am to go to every game but um, yeah so really really good year I'm going to be reviewing it during the week on the Loud and Proud Patreon podcast sign up now or maybe like I said last week try and get someone a subscription for say a Christmas present or whatever if if you're in trouble or if it's kind of awkward to, to uh, figure out come to me directly and we'll sort it a few people have done already so a few people are getting loud and proud for Christmas so it's great Um, right so just before yeah I have a couple of things to talk about Um, this today like those three of the quarterfinals of the four quarterfinals were played in the under 20 championship and amazingly, the three that went to the way of the away teams, the three teams that finished bottom in the group won. Um, you have a big win for Roach over near neighbours Cooley. They, they uh, turned the corner there and, and did the business, having come in second in the group behind Kilcarely. Kilcarely were dumped out by uh, St. Feckins and then Maddox Rangers, Hunterstown combination, turned over RD St. Mary's this morning, 3 10 to 11. Yeah, Roach won 11 to 9. And then the Feckins with the biggest win of the day, a 14 point win over Kilcarely, Nave Malachy, 219 to 25. So, yeah, like it, 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 it's just incredible. Obviously, yeah, there's, sorry, there's a team to play tomorrow. The Joe's Mock this combination take on the Dreadnoughts tomorrow in Darver at half seven. Um, prob- that, you can probably say it now that the, 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 the Mock this Joe's, we were really red hot favourites to go through that. That game, Dreadnoughts with five or six regulars in this side. Um, Dylan Cassidy, two Connor Faulkner and um, Clark, Jay Hughes, um, Owen Brennan, a couple of others, and the but the Joes mocked us. Have I was just looking at it during the week. They're the most regulars in the team, in terms of like the mocked us lads. They've Oshin Callan. They have um, Ben Goscarens, um, Craig Lennon, and the Joes of the likes of Gabriel Bell, Colin McCall. Uh, ben Collier's still injured. He's still the feature. He's still to come into the team. A um, couple of others. Is there a couple of others escaping my mind as as, as I'm saying that? But they have the most regulars left. The Joes, uh, the Roach would have five or six as well. Um, the Feckins of four: Owen Hackett, uh, Sean Kerrish, Ad O'Neill, and um, Ryan Walsh. And then Hunterstown Matter combination have only three regulars that would have played regularly in, in the championship started in the championship. Jamie Ward and Dean Bourne's in the full forward line and Carl Fleming uh, would have started only Matter Granger player in that squad to start in the championship this season. 
Um, that was a big win. That was obviously it's a neighbour win. Already going to a red hot favourites to have that uh, the core of all those led on the twenty players, the three star forwards, Carl Gillespie, uh, Jonathan Cummins, Luke Matthews. Um, Tom Jackson loud player in the panel as well centre half back Port McKenney Michael uh, in the middle of the field so star studded bunch 1-4 at half time then uh, Dean Morris I mentioned him earlier he got the two he got two goals he got the one to, to settle them settle the side give them a great uh, fo- into the game getting that sword to confidence 1-4 all at half time like I said and then two goals Cotter Fleming and Dean Morris were the second um, just pushed the game beyond Ardy who tried to come back but just couldn't get there and uh, yeah so it was a big win for them Roach do the business over Cooley star performers for Cooley Keane Connor and Endo O'Neill they did a lot of regulars too not as many as Roach in the in the senior squad they have they, they those two boys got 7 out of 9 points um, Holly Johnson another regular he got 1 didn't find out the Roach score yet um, do let me know uh, who they the draw for the semi-final has already been made. The Feckins, who got that big win, they'll be playing Mattergrades, Hunterstown, and Roach will be playing the Moctis Joes or Dreadnoughts. And uh, it's looking like that's a home tie for the for the Feckins. And I, I presume it's the first uh, team drawn out in that, which is on the system as Joes, Moctis, Roach, Dreadnoughts, whoever comes out that side. So really good, really good to see. And... Um, Really good competition, like I said. I didn't get any of the Feckins, um, Kilcarely uh, scores in as as of recording. Just recording is a little bit early. Um, so a massive win there for the Feckins, who probably are putting the hand up to be the the favourites in this competition. They were, they're coming strong with massive amount of form. Um, they were a savage year. They're back with that uh, minor finalist team. This is the team that won, I think, the under sixteen championship. I'm correct in saying that. So they have that winning pedigree behind them, and they have a lot, a lot of good players. Like those four players that play regular with the with the senior team, and then a couple of lads that were delayed under twenties that can't get in the senior team. Um, so it's just a really, really good uh, season for the Falcons in their eightieth year. Uh, but yeah, the Moctis, Joes against the Dreadnoughts tomorrow night in Darwin. That'll uh, see the thing out, and then it'll be the f- it'll be next year the semi-finals be played the seventh to the ninth that weekend um, of action. So really good, really good, good uh, competition. Really good um, to have games for these young fellas who've missed out so much. And uh, yeah, so look forward to, to updating that. Also updating it is we we got to see Shell Maliers in in uh, Crow Park. We thought the Martins would be there, and looking at it, you probably, I, I couldn't look at it to be honest. And I, you, you, it was on RT and the, the other final semi final was on RT. Kilmacud and Nace. Kilmacud, oh, sorry, Kilmacud and Port Arlington, two very good teams. Like Kilmacud would be definitely the the, the most outstanding team. You probably have um, Port Arrington had and that would have been a good game at the Martins. Probably they would have shaded it. I would just say going on the eye test, shade that game if they played, and then obviously Nace. Like I think the Martins would have beaten Nace to be honest. Shelmaliers were in a really good commanding position. I think the Martins would have beat them, and um, Sickland even more so. As it sounds, so they have a final now to look forward to Nace. They take on Kilmacud in the new year as well. And then come below, we, we we earmarked them at the start that they were really good when they beat they, when they put Glen Emmys to the sword there in the final in the Leinster Junior Championship. They did, I'd say they win it. 
and then the other side as well mentioned the Feckins already they were beaten by Trim and Trim take on we tip we we tip the Trim will go all the way and then the other side of the draw will be Clara from Offaly as well so those two um, have found themselves in, in the final against each other so that'll be a fairly good final that's nearly like two senior teams going at it in, in the intermediate grade so um, just shows the, the standard that was there and what they came up against in terms of the loud teams just that decided to draw they, they pulled and well we kind of knew that going into it between Trim and the Feckins whoever wins that would go all the way and have a really good length to run that proved to be the case for um, Trim look I'll just, I'll just finish up um, with during the week we did re- it was really good really busy in terms of looking at the doing a lot of guest work and a lot of ringing about and guessing and talking to people and hearing who's in the loud squad and it's a it's a development kind of slant panel with, with what was there before without the Martins and the Vekins lads back involved. 47 names, 47 lads down there. And they've been well respected and well looked after. It's working back the other way in that they're giving loads to the county and really putting it in. They're training savagely hard. Maybe down to Mickey Hart and Gavin Devlin. They've been through, the, through, through it before. They know what it takes. You know how to bring players up to that standard and get them that fit. We've seen, uh, we seen even RT awards, you see Tyrone going up for awards and they're all attributed to Mickey Hart and they're all going back and seeing what they did to make them into inter-county players for start and then Mickey is slowly but surely doing that same in loud. It's a young panel, it's a, de- a developmental panel. You have 11 lads call up and then 9 lads coming in from doing 20. But you have 20, you've got to 20 lads there call up in the back of the championship. There would have been a fairly big presence of Gavin and Mickey at the, uh, at the loud uh, championship matches. Um, so yeah they they, they they put in the homework did trial matches got these fellas in they're willing to hang on and drive on and train and in Darvard push the whole thing on and who's Mickey to say no so as long as they want to keep going keep driving it off 47 players will be there developed worked on and brought up to the standards brilliant it's just brilliant it, it bodes really well in here and really good things from Darvard and what more could you ask for um, what you could ask for is Emer Exiles um, a book that Barry Landy local author local journalist now turned author wrote I caught up with him during the week for something different you know it was it was a soccer based book it was about players that have played in kind of all the continent and all over the world bar say England and the United Kingdom and what have you so it was really interesting to chat with him and it's mainly just about how to, how to write a book the, how how it, how it comes to ha- pass how it was ha- how it happened during COVID and then we also talk with, with myself and Barry about like the influence on Loud the sports mad county Loud had on him growing up and influencing what he does now and myself now so it's really good chat and it's something different you know maybe there might be a couple of other Loud people in if you'd like so maybe I don't know Andrea Core maybe uh, Jim Core for example I don't know um, any other loud, famous loud people let me know we maybe get them interviewed on, on something different but yeah like I say happy Christmas to you all and I'll, I'll chat to you in the new year in the 2nd of January it'll be the Sunday podcast back you just don't want to listen to me in, on St. Stephen's Day but you might if you want go back and listen to the old um, podcasts that are up some really good good ones uh, in there um, or maybe sign up and listen to it over Christmas we had massive interviews all across the year I have the full hang on the full list in front of me here like so Robbie Levy really good catching him previewing the final with him and the brother as well um, Alan Murphy really enjoyed that chat with Alan um, loads of the Paul crew um, off the top of my head here and there um, Brona McGrain really good catching up with her really enjoyable guest really successful person 
Um, who else? We had Sean Kilroy Fitness, him and Keith Arnold, they come on to start of the year. On your breed, the loud midfield, the loud ladies midfielder, she come on and talk about nutrition. Way back in January, probably catch up with them again. Um, Connor Grimes was on when it was kind of in lockdown and they were training hard. Andrew Mackin picking up his Laurie Maher award. Uh, analyzing games, we had the great Mickey Hart on the podcast as well. Who'd have taught that? So loads there, loads building up and picking my teams, and it all happened all over again. And then the championship took over. We'd loads, we'd loads in that. We just that was just incredible year for championship and, and red stars and all that. All those players will be receiving the red stars jersey shortly. And that'll be all kind of tidied up in January as well. Um, teams of the year, um, loads of stuff like that, and then previewing lens to a different various guests as well. So thanks very much for joining me. Thanks very much for supporting the Loud and Proud podcast. Like I say, happy Christmas to you all and I will see you all in the new year and the 2nd of January for the free podcast. And if you're not signed up, or you might get signed up now because there's plenty happening on it and massive a Bourne Cup happening as well. So I will chat to you on Patreon for one last podcast of the year, one last lash at it. But um, yeah, thanks very much and I'll talk to you again. Bye bye, good luck. Sing it loud, sing it proud.